Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and today I'm going to try something. It's actually something I've been attempting over the course of, well, 250 podcast episodes. <laughs> and although the early ones began with a lot of form, they began with a lot of, you know, the universal truth, they began with the model of alignment, they began with talking about specific and breaking down specific emotion and vibration into the thoughts and the T-line and, and working with actions, what are massive actions, how to work with actions, what are some ways we can begin action or, or even terminate action, stop action, right, when in terms of buffering. The entire podcast episode, the entire podcast journey has really been about the shift, the change, the cognitive mastery, the emotional ownership as a skill, and the remembering of the soul as a lifestyle. And even lifestyle, like a style of life, really what it is, it's, it's a remembering and a connecting to the truth of who you are, which is difficult to use words to do. The truth is, brothers, you can listen to this podcast your entire life, and really the journey is all about going within. There's no one way. Like if somebody tells you this is the way, then you know that that cannot be the way because that may be their way. I'm telling you there is a way as well. So it's like, well, wait a second, Kevin, you're telling me there's a way. So you're, but the way I'm telling you is the unique and individualized way that is through yourself, that is through you. And it must be through you. It's not through some external process of this and that. It's, it's an internal process of only I am which is fascinating because the external process is of this or that, right? The external process is in duality. The external process is either this or that. Choose your path. Is it, will it be this way or will it be that way? But the internal process, it's not a choice. It's there's one way inward. It's into yourself. And words, words, brothers, words may seem to describe what you experience as reality. Words are really so difficult. And this is why the podcast is able to continue to go on and why the work is really done from yourself, through yourself, with yourself, around yourself. And, and as you may discover from this podcast or, or may already intuitively know from some of the previous podcasts, it's by yourself as well because there is only you. Everything is a mirror of you. Everything is you. You are everything. The duality and separation that we experience, is it's only for the experience of love. However, in that scar, in that movement from two to one, because the source, because the oneness wants to experience itself in love, the moment it became two, there had to be the opposite of that as well. And that's where we experience the contrast. That's where we experience all the things of duality. And words are no different because words come from the mind. So they must come from this experience of separation and judgment. Although they may seem to describe what we experience as reality, they're actually the very thing that's blocking us from seeing what's real. Because we're trying to use words to understand, we're trying to use ideas, we're trying to use the mind of concept and thought to understand something that the mind 
was never meant to understand. You see, the, because the mind is, quote unquote, below it. And now we're back in duality, right? If I were to say the mind is below <laughs> the experience of energy, the soul, the true self, as I have many times. I've even drawn up duality in this podcast as the very foundation of this podcast being the Alpha Male Coach podcast, because it's in duality to the beta condition. So even in the explanation of oneness, there is a natural introduction of duality. This is the difficulty with words. Words come from duality. Words are symbols. Using words like remembering, to remember who you truly are. Well, then you must be, maybe you must have forgotten. <laughs> there's the duality, right? There's the opposite. To say that there's an awakening. Okay, so you must be asleep. To say there's a healing, oh, you must be sick. There's always going to be a duality in words. And that's why words will never really do. You know, a symbol of reality is never the same as reality itself. You know, we used to say this in the military, the map is not the terrain. You can look at a map. You can look at all different kinds of maps. You can layer maps on top of maps. You know, different types of maps, whether these maps are maps of the weather or maps of the top topography or maps of the whatever, like climate, or, or it could be anything, right? It could be even a satellite image that gives us a really good you know, picture of what's there. It's still not the same as having your boots on the ground. It's still not the same as the terrain itself. The symbol is never the same as what is. It may represent what it symbolizes, but it will never be the same. And that's the, what I'm saying. The map is not the terrain. The words are not the actual intent. The words that we use to talk to each other are fractions of percentages of what we actually intend to convey as energy. Now, we could use words to talk about ideas because ideas are also symbols. That's what words are because words come from the mind. That's what the mind is. The mind is here to manifest. The mind is a tool. Our mind's only job is to make our thoughts real. But our mind is not meant to describe the things of truth. It's things that are created it. The created will never fully understand the creator. And because we are that oneness of source, the mind, which we use as a tool to understand this dream, to create through this dream, to lucid dream, it will never understand the truth of what created it. And because the words are symbols of the mind, to truly understand oneness, we need to transcend the need for words, or at least we need to lessen their priority. We need to have a direct experience. That's what I mean when I say go inward. You need to have a direct experience of yourself as the source, as oneness, as divinity itself. And you are, brother, every one of you listening. <laughs> Brothers, every single one of you. Every single one of you is. There's not a single one of you that is not. We are all energy. To have that direct experience is the proof of that energy, but it's not something I can explain to you through words. In fact, especially through English. And I don't necessarily want to get into the whole, you know, all these different languages, but there are different languages that are more verb-heavy than noun-heavy. English is a language that is more noun-heavy. Because it's more noun-heavy, it's more rooted in duality. It's more rooted in pointing out that thing that subject independent of the object, the noun, the person, place, the thing, that thing separate from what is talking about it. Now, there are other languages that are more verb-heavy. In fact, there are some languages that have very little nouns at all that are talking about the experience in movement. 
form in movement, that there is no form that is static, that is, there is no form that is independent of any other form. It's all connected in one flowing movement. So the difficulty is compounded even in this, the priority, that the English is this, this language that is very noun-heavy. And at the same time, it would be a mistake to say that certain words describe the experiences we seek while others block. Because that is also a statement of duality. You know, being here in Tulum, for example, being in the spiritual community, I've met a lot of people that say using the word God immediately blocks someone from the experience of God, you know, from experiencing what this oneness is. And that's why I have used several words, brothers, as you know, if you guys have been listening to this podcast over years and years, I've used several words to describe oneness, source, you know, God, the alpha state, the all oneness, the grand architect, the everything, many, many words. I can keep going, energy, right? It is, everything is energy, anything is one, everything is love, all the things. But there are people that will say that if you use the word God, in the spiritual community, we can't use the word God because the word God blocks people from their spiritual experience. But the word God is just another word. If the word God blocks you from experiencing who you are, then it's only because you believe that's true. It's only because you believe that that word, <laughs> as a vibration, has a power to disconnect you, to keep you asleep from yourself. And there are no words that will allow or block the experience of oneness unless you want them to. That's the power of the mind. That's what the mind does. That's where we get into this whole duality. It's where we get into this whole idea of this or that, either or. The key is to use words for what they're useful for, but not overvalue them. You know, for example, it would be impossible to write a book or, or it would be impossible to have this podcast without using words. It would be impossible to talk about oneness without using words or write about oneness without using words. But the words I'm choosing are meant to untie the knots that we, as a species, as a society, have wrapped around ourselves rather than to reinforce those knots. It's not the idea to condition you even more deeply, which is why I don't coach from the action, which is why I don't never tell you what to do. <laughs> you know, I don't do that because I can't tell you what to do. Then I'm just simply reconditioning yourself. You're reconditioning you. You're reconditioning yourself through what I'm telling you. And that's duality. That's me and you. That's teacher student. You are the teacher. You are the student. You are the only one. There is no teacher student duality within you. There's only one. There's only what is. But to separate, to say I am lesser than or I am above than, this even rolls back into working with dating, relationships, pedestalizing, and so on. Using words for what they're good for rather than what they could never be good for. That's the point of words. We need to just lessen their emphasis. But don't block anything from the experience that you're meant to experience. You are here to experience love. You're here to experience yourself as energy, as truth. Yes, you're here to have the human experience as well. <laughs> That's why you've incarnated in this body, in this form, in this flesh. But it's not who you are. You are the energy. And as long as you believe it's who you are, that's where you will find the attachment, the guilt, the shame, the regret into the future, the worry, the doubt, and the anxiety. The only important thing to remember is that you are one, that source within you, that energy, that constant hum, that constant vibration within you, that within you is one with a source now and forever. 
And when I say the source, again, whether I'm, talk, whether I'm saying the source or oneness or God or whatever word I'm using, I'm referring to the eternal changelessness, the eternal awareness, the eternal being, the eternal source of all reality. I'm not talking about a deity or a being outside of you. I'm talking about you. Not you in the flesh, not you in the form, not you in the body, not your body, not your identity, not your mind, not your beta condition. I'm talking about your alpha state, you. That is who you are. Because all those other things are not real. The real cannot die. And the unreal has never lived. And if you just meditate on that, just meditate on that, brother. The real, what is real cannot die. And what is unreal has never lived. What you are, what I am, what we are, what all is, has always existed and remains forever as it is and always will be. It's eternal. What is not real? What is unreal? What has never lived? What has never lived is Kevin. Okay. <laughs> now, I could use your name, right? You guys out there listening. But I'm just going to use my name. This is not real. Kevin has never lived. Kevin is a piece of paper. Kevin is a piece of paper called a birth certificate that's filed in some county office somewhere in, in Alaska where I was born. That's Kevin. I was born. I came out of my mother's womb. And they stamped on this piece of paper, or they typed on this piece of paper, five letters. K-E-V-I-N. And boom, this identity, this unrealness came into this being, just all of a sudden began. But it's never lived. You see, Kevin's never lived. Kevin's an idea. My body has moved through space and time. The energy animating it, the soul within it. But this idea, this idea is just an accumulation. It's an accumulation of thought, of likes, of dislikes, right? And we've talked about this, brother. It's labels. It's labels and labels and labels. The truth of it, the energy of it, the energy of who you are, cannot die. It's always existed. It is the very essence that we, as a species, deny, but that which has never denied us. When I say that as a species, I'm talking about us as humanity, right? Humanity tends to turn away from our true nature and live through the beta condition. So as we deny our true nature, as we deny our energy... As we deny that which is the essence of love, that true nature that is us has never denied us. It's with us. It cannot deny us because it is us. It is the oneness. There is nothing, because denial means that there can be acceptance. And acceptance and denial only exists in duality. But the quintessence of self has no duality. It is the immovable center of all creation. That's where we find our being. And that there may be many expressions of this. This adds to the illusion. Because although it appears in many forms, this oneness that we experience, though expressing itself in an infinite number of lenses, as you, as me, as him, as her, it emerges from a single source of light. It's all one light. It's, it's the way I talk about the rainbow, the diffraction of white light. As a beam of white light passes through a prism and separates into a multitude of colors, so does the one source express itself through an uncountable number of souls, these human beings, while still always remaining one within itself. There's one dreamer. There's one dreamer. 
And again, I use this as an analogy, this one dreamer asleep in the dreamer's bed, right? And this is the source. This is the oneness. This is the all. This is God. <laughs> and if it's too much to think about a dreamer as, as anthropomorphic, right? As some, some kind of, some kind of human form as this thing that's dreaming outside of you, then again, that won't work because now we're thinking in duality again. It's just an analogy, brother. It's an analogy to say that there's a dreamer asleep in the bed, right? There's one dreamer dreaming this entire landscape of which you, me, and all of us are. To think about it in boundary, right, with form, is to think about it in duality and separation. It's an analogy. The truth is this source, this presence, is everywhere expressed and eternally known. The ocean of oneness contains everything and excludes nothing and remains whole. Though expressed in many different ways, in many different shapes and form and languages and colors and heights and shadows, and yet no one can speak it, no instrument can play it, no container can contain it, because it remains beyond the ability to talk about. <laughs> it remains beyond the ability to describe, to articulate. It remains beyond words. And yet it is everywhere you look and everywhere you are seen. You are everywhere you look. And everywhere you go, you are seen. The truth of who you are and forever will always remain. Choose to see has always seen you, and you will realize the truth that has always been true. <laughs> I think that rhymes, doesn't it? <laughs> what did I say? What did I just say there, brothers? What did I just say? Choose to see, choose to see what has always seen you, and you will realize the truth that has always been true. There is nothing left for you to do but realize this. Do you understand? Like, you cannot turn away forever. You have been called by yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, this is a spiritual journey, brothers. Like, this is a spiritual journey. If you were listening to this podcast earlier on, like in the, when, I, when I began to lay it out, like the first 100 episodes, that was very cognitive. That was very mental. And understand that that whole piece was to provide you a skill set, provide you a skill set of cognitive mastery so you can get to this point where you have been called, you have been called on this journey into an intimate embrace that eclipses the world you believed was real. And your answer to this call will determine whether you're ready to accept or reject this embrace. But you cannot reject it forever because it never rejects you. The idea of rejection, <laughs> again, the idea of rejection means that there must be some acceptance. And that can only happen through the mind. It cannot happen through the soul. It cannot happen through oneness, through energy, because there is no opposite to energy. And since you are that which has never rejected, we can begin to celebrate. We can celebrate because the task of acceptance was complete before it was ever conceived. You never had the opportunity to reject. It doesn't matter whether you're asleep in your bed for 30 minutes or for 30 days. You're going to wake up. It's inevitable. You cannot sleep forever. When you fully embrace the idea that you are not what it is that your eyes see. You are what is seeing. And I don't mean that from the perspective of the eye. Because we look at the object, we look at what is out there. We see that, we say the other. But that's only because we're looking from 
what we think is the self, the identity, instead of looking at the thing, be aware of sight itself, of awareness itself. Spend at least 10 minutes a day choosing to see this reality this way, to see not what is there in front of you, but to see, and I'm using this term see as like in quotes, right? Because it's not seeing, it's the awareness of sight. It's the awareness of sound. It's the awareness of life. It's the awareness of being. Because when you focus your seeing on the external, on the noun, <laughs> right? On the thing that's outside of yourself, you're focusing your eye on separation. But instead, focus your eye on what is aware of the seeing and practice this. This is the gift that has been freely given. This is what is. This is the source. And now you can learn to freely give what you have received. That's the reason of the duality, the reason of the cycle, the reason that we've come into this space of illusion so that we can see ourselves. You can see yourself now. You can see what sees you. In fact, it was Rumi, again, another Rumi quote. I know I quoted Rumi last week. Rumi said, what you are seeking is seeking you. Take those Ks off. What you are seeing is seeing you. What you are seeing is you. What is seeing you is you. <laughs> Which is saying the same thing. Look around you, wherever you are, look around you and see everyone just as a version, as a mirror. We talked about the mirror last week, as a mirror of yourself. See them as they're seen in reality. See them as they're seen from the state of the dreamer. Imagine that. Imagine knowing that this is all one, that you and the other are of the same. Like you go to sleep. You go to sleep in your sleep, in your bed. And you have all these different characters in your bed, in your sleep, in your dream. <laughs> all these different characters in your bed. Well, that would be wild. No, you have all these different characters in your dream. And your mind in your dream, your dream mind, your dream avatar, knows the difference between the you and all the others. You, have, you interact with these others. But the truth is you are the others because you're dreaming them too. You're, interact, you're dreaming the interaction. And that is what the other is in the waking life, from the greater dreamer, from the one dreamer, from the one source. You are interacting with yourself, always. Choose to see yourself, the true self that's always seen, as itself, from itself, through itself, by itself. See the divinity of the one dreamer. See the energy, see the love. And the more you give this to others, the more you will realize that nothing else exists. What do I mean by love, brothers? Again, this podcast is about how, like, what do I mean by love? Do I mean like this idea of love, this, these words of love? Do I mean the five love languages as, as an action where you put in the model of alignment? It's all A-line stuff like services and gifts and, and quality time, words of affection, touch, and so on. Is it the A-line love I'm talking about, the T-line love, these thoughts, even the F-line Oh, I'm talking about oneness. I'm talking about giving the gift of energy. I'm talking about the giving the gift of self. To see someone, to see another person as not another person, but as you're looking in the mirror. That's what you're doing anyway, whether you're conscious of it or not. 
I'm just using words to see if I can draw consciousness to it. It's what you're doing anyway. When you judge someone else, you're judging yourself. When you praise someone else, you're praising yourself. When you criticize someone else, you're criticizing yourself. You're doing it anyway. But to be conscious of it will shift. It will shift your... Yeah, it'll shift your vibration and thereby your actions. And what do I mean by vibration? What am I talking about when I'm saying energy? I'm talking about direct experience, the direct experience that you are engaging with you. Not through label, not through thought, but through energy. Through an immediate recognition of oneness. Through an immediate recognition of self, not of self and idea, brother. And that's why, again, words are so difficult. <laughs> because words come from idea. You probably have a lot of ideas listening to this podcast. You probably have a lot of ideas about how, right? It's probably all these ideas coming up. It's like, what is he talking about? Let me figure this out. There's a problem to solve. I need to understand this. Don't understand it. Don't figure it out. There's no problem to solve. Just feel, feel, feel your way into and through, around, and within all relationships. Every relationship you engage in, feel that. Feel the energy. Feel the connection. Feel the truth. Feel the bridge. Feel the lack of separation. Feel the connection in energy. It's a direct experience. An experience that occurs before the label, before the judgment. And when you fully embrace the only thing that truly exists, that's when you'll realize it's always embraced you. And that's what I have for you today. Until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleashed.